Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios, with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. He is a comedian who's originally from San Francisco, toured for a decade, and is now a writer and a commercial and film actor in Los Angeles. Happy to have him back on the panel and first time in person because he is amongst the fully vaccinated. A warm welcome to Mr. Jeffrey Scott Hendrick. Welcome, Jeff. Greetings, Earthlings. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with the vaccine. Please proceed to the injection site. Uh, I'm my own own hotspot now. I'm totally 5G (laughs) dub. Criminy. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, we will be uh, we'll be talking about the uh, the vaccines and everything momentarily. For the almost fully vaccinated, two shots in, just waiting for it to take hold. She is a comedian, a mom, and a strong woman extraordinaire. She's got a comedy special. I'm crowning, which you can watch again because I'm assuming by this point you have already seen it and told all your friends how awesome it is. If you haven't for some reason, it's on Amazon Vudu and Comcast, just to name a few of the platforms where you can find it. Always a pleasure to have her with us and looking forward to you joining us in person. Liz Stewart on the Skype. Welcome, Liz. Hello. Thank you for having me. It is my last podcast that I will be doing from my exercise bike. (laughs) (laughs) The only downside of being vaccinated is now I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to wheel my, get on the exercise bike for like anything zoom. You know, I'm a multitasker. Well, there's, I mean, I think it's, you know, we, we joke and I know you're serious, but I think there's a lot of stuff that not just we, uh, here in this room and on this Skype Ripley, <laughs> this is also one of the wonders of doing things by video, special guest appearances by children and pets. Uh, but, um, no, there's, there is so much that we've gotten used to in the past year that, it's like getting back to reality. Yeah, you guys are lucky I'm wearing is... pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was like, it's, oh man, I still well, fit in these. Cool. Yeah, no, there, there's that. But I mean, like, I've been doing background work and working on sets. So that's been like a good way to sort of dip my toe in the water of being around people again. But the great thing about it is like they have you seated, socially distanced and you know, you're masked up. So it's really easy to be antisocial while you're there, you know? So it's, it's not a full reintroduction of the world of being around people. But I worked on a show a couple of weeks ago and we were shooting at a bar in Sherman Oaks, uh, which, you know, obviously closed, but it was so weird to be sitting at a bar with like a real bar, people. not a set. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was bizarre. <laughs> but I think that's like it because I have I like many other Gen Xers, I just embraced the the lockdown mentality of pandemic, and you know I 
have my bubble of people and I, you know, go to the, the store and take walks around the neighborhood, borrow my neighbor's dog to, to take him out. But yeah, it's, it's been like a, a glorious year of, of self isolation and, and reflection. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to miss that. You, you actually reflected and did that mental stuff. Cause uh, a little bit. I, I just ate. Well, that's, <laughs> I, I did that too. And, Smoked uh, a lot of pot came, just came up ate. with some recipes, <laughs> um, which, uh, you guys will, uh, you know, be uh, trying Neo. after the show. Right. Yeah, I uh, I started a- around Passover as as a means to get rid of extra um, macaroons because you know you buy more wait, wait, than wait, you yeah. need. Who the hell has extra macaroons? Well, me. You. But- hey, you know you 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 sound like upset about it right no, now. No, I'm just curious because it's it. I can't. I, I I have no spare cookies. I have no spare sweets in my house. Oh well, <laughs> and you call yourself a pot smoker. <laughs> See, yeah, this is this it's is all gone, thing. baby. I have, I have like you know, as as I've gotten older and developed uh, recognition of my own patterns and what have you. Okay. I you know I have gone from coming up with recipes and combinations of food when I'm stoned, or like. <laughs> You know, you find something on the back of the shelf like, fuck it, yeah, we're eating this. Uh, to like being at the store and seeing something and going, oh, yeah, I- I'm not high right now, but when I am, this is going to make total sense, which is why I have uh, lemon cooler Pop-Tarts, uh, <laughs> which, dude, you know, you you know what, what you're going to, they're, they're like lemon bars in Pop-Tart form. They're fucking amazing. <gasps> Uh, I know I'm a bad influence. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard of these. Yeah, they're, they're they're, he's got anything you need, there, Big Red. You need anything you need. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. I mean it's uh, you know I am a, a this, caring nurturer. This so, apartment uh, is a terrible place to diet. Oh God, yeah, yeah. That's that that exercise bike was bought like two months into lockdown. Two months and maybe twenty pounds into lockdown. <laughs> It's like, well, we have to do something about this. Uh, but we'll, you know, yeah, that that is uh, one of the things we'll be talking more about. But bat and cleanup for the panel introductions, as always. We are joined by comedian, scholar, and the Black Voice of Reason. Always a pleasure to introduce, and also in person because he is amongst the fully vaccinated, Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, thank you. Power to the people. Yes, a black man got a shot. It didn't kill him. This is not Tuskegee. You do not have to worry. And I still believe I can make babies if I wanted to, and they will probably come out. They may have three three heads, maybe three titties. I don't know. But they will... It will be all right. That, that probably doesn't have anything to do with the vaccine. But. Yeah, but you know, although I know everybody's out there. So Pookie and Ray Ray, boo boo, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry. You can get the shot and you will live. That, you know, I did it. People said, did you enjoy getting the shot? And I did it so I can get laid. What else is there for me? Goals, man. That's, yeah. that's what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Me, I'm, I'm Dr. David Robinson. I am your Vin Scully for The Impending Apocalypse, and we do have plenty to talk about. But first, a brief message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of Community Spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a 
bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants. The UK variant goes great with period dramas and tea with milk in it. The California variant made with avocados from Mexico. And the Brazilian variant that goes down so smooth it's like there's nothing there. Unmitigated Spread Variants. It's time for another peak. And I'm not even going to ask, have you guys been watching the news this week? Because obviously you have, you're here. But what's going on in India? I mean, it is... It is back with a vengeance uh, yeah, well, in yeah. India. Well, well, they thought that everything was just going to be going well for them, and it was, mm-hmm. because, but it hadn't hit yet. And then all of a sudden, with them being on top of each other, I mean, what are we talking, two billion, three billion? It's people? a little dense. Right. Uh, and so, yeah. you know, and, you, you know, people don't talk about it much, but they have a caste system also. Yeah. So you have, you have the rich and the poor. And you, you you're going to have a problem, but but the main people who make the vaccine for what is it, Covax? Is it Covax? Uh, the, is the international vaccine? It's made in India, mm-hmm. but Lost they're not giving it. it to their people. Yeah, they're giving it out someplace else. Well, and we are, we you know America is uh, giving them our extra doses, which we have extras partially because. But with this, these, the, of, the, but we didn't use those doses. Well, that's yeah. well. Obviously, we can't send them used doses. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm saying we didn't use the the formula. They're not right. We we this is the astrogenica. We never really used. We used right, Pfizer right. and Moderna and, and Johnson. Johnson. Right. We didn't use it. So that's that's why they're like, oh, okay, we give send them that. Yeah, but I mean, it's tested fine in Europe. You know, it's uh, there there were there was some clotting. There was some light clotting, like yeah, you, you know, know, you, know you know what's got more clotting than any of the vaccines, birth control pills. No kidding. By a factor of like five. Wow. Yeah. And well, I'm not taking those, those either. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there are yeah. a lot of but, but, but to what Timon brought up, man. Wait, what's that, Liz? There are a lot of horrible side effects to birth control pills, but since it's exclusively women, like we're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. There's that too, huh, Liz? That's well. That's that's always a factor. Yeah. It's you know. It's like Timon said. If you've got you got a caste system, you've got a whole group of people that are literally called untouchables. And and Elliot Ness has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. But I'm I'm the reason I bring up India is for all these idiots who aren't getting the second dose yeah. or aren't getting the shot. Period. Because I read something on the internet. Look at India because. The bars are opening. Things are are opening back up, at least here in California, where we are at the bottom of the list of numbers of new infections per 100,000 people. Uh, In terms of the United States, Guam 
and uh, the Antilles are below us on the list. But I think that's also a factor of population. But California also, is... Also, is Guam in the middle of one of those big oceans with all the water, as Trump used to say? With the, <laughs> the wet it's, water? It's very wet. <laughs> very wet. But the, yeah, you've the got, thing Guam's is, got the isolation it, going it, for it. It's like yeah. things, you know, that we are at risk enough with the excitement with which people are... are approaching the reopening of society look at india and let's not do that yeah. okay and the other the other reason i bring well, they it don't up have a, i was going to say they don't have they're burning the bodies out you know because they don't have a crematorium oh yeah like like a normal crematorium so you see if from above when they put the you know put the camera from above you see all these fires and they're just burning bodies now they're still going down to the Ganges river and doing their ritual which is the most pollute one of the yeah. most polluted rivers in the world but yet you know because you can go oh, no, no, and there's a dead body floating by you know you could you're dealing with that and so they i mean they're they're supposed to be of 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 top in it there they're supposed to be top and you know they keep talking about how well they're doing but then on the other hand yeah. you're building the guy built a mansion in the middle of a slum and he's like, oh, look at the view. Yeah, the view of someone taking a crap right on the, on the street. That's what you're doing. I mean, it's like, how do you do that? How do you, you know, how do you yeah. fix the thing? You you got the vaccine, but you're not giving it to the people. Right. They, don't have, they don't have the distribution set right. up, and they're not getting it to the people who need it the most, which are things that... And they have a huge that, infrastructure problem, too. Their oh, infrastructure sure. Is, yeah. yeah that's, why, that's why they're suffering. Yeah, but, that's, that's another cautionary tale to look at: is their lack of infrastructure, and ours is headed that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll but, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, am I jumping ahead as, again? Well, a little bit, a little bit. It's <laughs> I, you know, I I know uh, this usually isn't a problem. Uh, <laughs> you didn't but, do it when uh, you were on Zoom. <laughs> Get him in person. Look what happened. Uh, but today is uh, the 18th Saturday of the new year. And being the first of May, that also means it's May Day, better known as International Workers Day, International Bombshells Day, International Loyalty Day, National Mother Goose Day. And it is also the beginning of Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. On top of all that... Being the first Saturday in May, it is also Kentucky Derby Day, <gasps> the best day of the year to watch short people beat horses while the horses try to beat each other. And, there and will I be say striking. that <laughs> I say that as a fan of the sport. <laughs> they're, they're supposed to be striking. Yes, the, the valets, the who midgets, help put, or the, the no, no, the, I the, mean the, the valets people, who help put the guys that put the jockeys on the horses. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, they have a union, and they're talking about striking today. <laughs> wow! Yeah, they said, "Screw you! You're not going to pay me to do what I'm doing. They, they want more money." Holy oh God. boy! Well, we are 100. I, I have a question about bombshell. Yes, today. it's inter- is that good-looking person or is that well, unexploded here's, ordinance? Here's the funny thing, and the reason I put it in the order when announcing the, okay. the special days is because May Day for a long time was associated with the anarchists who joined the fight for an eight-hour workday. So I figured, well, let's, you know, bomb shells, bomb throwers. It's uh, it's all a thing. (laughs) But the the thing that I found interesting uh, about Bombshell Day is this is something that was started like less than 10 years ago by Victoria's Secret. (laughs) Oh, dear God. But when, when you, you know, what's what's it all about? 
It's supposed to be about women encouraging each other and and the bonds of female friendship. That'll never which, Simon knows this well. Yeah, I mean, but I found that like somewhat hilarious. You know, it's it's like McDonald's salads. If McDonald had salad day, like yeah, I mean, sure you you say that's what you're about, but uh, mm-hmm. not buying it's it. Also, Beltane. Which is like a pagan, it's a, you know how like all of our holidays correspond to like a pagan holiday? Yeah, yeah. Beltane is the first holiday of like summer, like it's the, the official launch of summer and like the, the pagan uh, wheel of the year. And what you're supposed to do is write down things that no longer serve you and you burn it in a large bonfire. And the list like or the, the thing? Festival of Fire and Flowers. <laughs> Wow, maybe maybe uh, they can start celebrating that in India since they already have all these fires. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I threw you're going to burn I, 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 so, uh, I, I, I burnt my, uh, my, my, my requests in, uh, on Uncle Dave. <laughs> I threw it on Uncle Dave. I think uh, I think I may uh, so take sad. part in this holiday later. Uh, I'll just uh, write the things that no longer serve me on rolling papers, and... <laughs> because again, multitasking. The ten- My little sister smoked the Ten Commandments once. She used the Ten Commandments to like roll joints in, and I was like, she was like, "You want to hit?" And I was like, "I I I don't think I can do this." I mean that kind of makes me wonder was was she go did she go for that page like particularly or was she going like in order because any anyone who stayed in a hotel uh knows that that first page of the bible the blank page that's that's your rolling paper it's 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 <laughs> when you go wanted, beyond that Do people and, still roll oh, okay so i didn't like because i mean if you you know if you start in the beginning wait, wait, wait. you have a machine I got a rolling machine. Yeah. yeah, they make rolling machines. Dude, I've got one on my kitchen. There's, you know, it's a little. Yeah, have to show that to me. I like, I like to see oh, that. Oh, they're, they're awesome. amazing. What will a well, man not create? God damn it! A <laughs> rolling machine. Yeah. Wow. You yeah. know, we've been to the moon, man. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not really a pot. I just, you know, uh, you know, right. the old, you know, someone else's, you know, spit all over. Right. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you still get a little bit of that, but uh, you know, it saves a, a lot of the effort and more uniform. It's they're yeah. good. Well, but we'll talk more more about that. Uh, we'll we'll roll you up a fat one. Looks like a camel straight, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put your yeah. dick right in yeah. the dirt. Yeah, it was white dudes that got me uh, in trouble in the first place. The smoking weed. I'm not following you guys anymore. <laughs> you introduced me to bonfires and, and devil worshiping. Telling you, the white man yeah. cannot Bane, trust him. Bane, Great cager um, parties, though. What? Cager parties were the best thing. And jungle juice. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. I have to say. Did we go to San Diego State together and not know it? <laughs> DU party. University of Denver. Ah, oh, yeah, right on. Man. No, SDSU had infamous jungle juice parties. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Nice. Well, I did. Uh, I did mention that it. It. Uh, well, no, I guess I didn't mention. But uh, we are. We are 102 days into the Biden administration, and as of today, we've got. Timberney. 
575,637 Americans dead from the coronavirus and 32,374,488 confirmed cases with about 144.9 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine with about 101.4 million of them fully vaccinated. So we, we're getting there. We have to get to get the herd immunity. You, you're looking at least 80%. Yep. And you're looking at they got to get at least 200 million fully vaccinated in order to get to herd immunity. They're saying. Because mm-hmm. there's what, 350 million in the United States? Roughly. But then again, we got the whole census kerfuffle. Yeah. <laughs> that we That's probably not, not even not, on the list not, of topics to talk about. Now, the Jackass well, I figured that would gonna, play into other things. that Because yeah. uh, the Jackass brothers are not joining up. They're not going to get shots. Those would be the... Uh, the Trump, Proud Boys or uh, the... The Trump, the Trump supporters. Yeah, they're, 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 the more general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're not going to be getting shots. Yeah. That, well, they, which you is, know. Which is odd because Trump got them in secret. They didn't tell nobody. What a oh, I'm all fully vaccinated. But he's he's saying it now, you know, occasionally when pressed. Uh, so you you know it it just drips with uh, genuine feeling and and belief in oh, it in drips the words. With something. <laughs> <laughs> Can get a shot that'll take care of that too. Oh my God. <laughs> Tertiary syphilis, folks. Tertiary syphilis. But we are, uh, we are, uh, why well, it's 102 days. So we have uh, made it past the 100 day mark of the Biden presidency. And looking at those, uh, the, the virus numbers still, as, as we mentioned last week, still going up, but at a right. much slower rate. He got 58%. Yeah. I'm talking about Biden's rating as far as. Oh, being, yeah. yeah. No, he he's, 50. he's doing extremely well. And, uh, not to celebrate his 100th day, but uh, he closed out day 99 this week with a, what I think is a hell of a speech. That was a good speech. Uh, yep. Yeah, that it, was a good speech. You know, it's, we'll talk about the, the conservative response uh, in a moment, and, <laughs> and in particular, Token Tim's response. But I, I think, you know, the, there were certain Democrats who were comparing his speech to Obama's State of the Unions. And, you know, the thing is, I, I'll, a slight sidetrack uh, this week. Carl Kozlowski, the, the guy who used to run uh, Radio Titans, which is where this show uh, came from. Carl's interviewing a lot of the people that, that worked at Radio Titans doing, you know, potentially a documentary kind of thing. And... We were talking about the differences between this show, Let's Be Treasonable, and the show that it, the main show it grew out of, The Cause Effect, where that was pre-2016 election, and we had a full roundtable of comedians from around the, the political spectrum. After the election, we discovered that there were no sane Republicans <laughs> in the LA in the LA community, uh, comedy community specifically, but as a microcosm of the world at large, and even the ones who seemed somewhat sane, yeah. uh, at, at least for the purposes of the show, were still insane because they would only do the show if we recorded it at eight a.m. 
on Saturdays because they have a child who they needed to take to activities. And I had to explain, I, I know your kid's not that old, uh, but you, you may not remember from your pre-child having days, 8 a.m. does not exist on Saturdays. <laughs> there is no such thing. So if you expect people to go somewhere, no, we don't have oh, like children waking us up to do things. It's so even beyond no. going somewhere. You want me to be functionally funny at 8 a.m. Yeah. yeah. You got to you got to make sure I don't go to bed from the night before. Well, and, you know, the more I think about it though, it's much like the, a lot of the Republicans who are complaining about Biden's speech, it it and you bring up the point we're supposed to be functionally funny. Now, this is someone who has presumably already been up for several hours because of the child. Correct. So he's, <laughs> you know, he's got to step up on, on the rest of us who are like waking up. It should this take place, waking up and scrambling to get to the studio at eight, you know, uh, by eight, right. uh, <laughs> which I think is largely what the Republicans in Congress are trying to do to Biden. All right, connect those dots for me. I, I, I will right. momentarily, but it, you know, um, the the larger point that I'm making and bringing Carl up is he was asking about the differences, you know, that I perceive between this show and the cause effect, and it's in a way it's apples and oranges because of the nature of the times, you know, let's be treasonable was formed as a response. Like, you know, the cause effect was largely, Hey, let's do sort of meet the press or McLaughlin group with comedians. Whereas let's be treasonable was okay. You know, let's take the liberals from the cause effect and the ultra liberals from left of wrong, which Randy Harkin and and Jim Coughlin. And, let's do a show. And it was in response to the election and what we saw happening to the country. So I think looking at Biden's speech, you can't really compare it to Obama's because Republican cock blocking (laughs) was, it was in its infancy, you know, it it was something they had played with for a long time, but they didn't really coalesce it into their main strategy until Obama. You're also looking at a, Go ahead. And then after the four years of that, we have to deal with being post four years of Trump and Republican control of, of Congress. So it's it's a different beast. Like Obama almost had the luxury. And I think also, you know, he needed to overcome a lot more than any white man who's had the job right well that's what in order say. to prove himself yeah. I mean, you, to you, the the masses i mean here you walk in you give me what do you get three three fucked up wars or two? Oh, at least three at least yeah. three yeah three wars and mm-hmm. you gave me you blatantly gave me a fucked up economy right i'm the first black man to ever step in and you got guys sitting on the side like yeah where did he get a load of us what are we going to do to him and he tried to reach across the aisle and so his speeches were as beautiful as they were. They were falling on deaf ears to those guys, you know, mm-hmm. whereas Biden said, oh, hell no. I know what you did to him. You're not going to do that again. Right. Know, he knows what they did to Obama. And, that's, and I'm going to get you for that's it. That's kind of what I was getting at, Jeff, is okay. that basically what we're seeing with Joe Biden as the president in terms of how he's dealing with the Republicans 
it, it's like Charlie Brown finally decided, no, nah, I'm not going to kick the football anymore. Yeah, let's kick Lucy. And, and Lucy <laughs> is sitting yeah. there going, come on, come on, right, come right. on. You got to do this so I can pull it away. Mm. And Biden's like, no, nah, I'm not falling into that trap. No, I, I've and seen this before. You're going to so, yank the football. <laughs> right. And oh, yeah. it, it seems like this is the Republican response the, yeah. from, from congressional Republicans uh, that they're really upset with Biden because he is not giving them the ammunition to use against him. He is not stepping into the situations where they can fuck him over. And well, fuck look, look what up. they're doing. They have nothing to go on. They they put some, they put that crap together to try and blame uh, the, to go after Kamala. That little time uh, she's oh, selling her book. Yeah, they're indoctrinated. Then you did uh, Biden's trying to take your beef. Uh, you're the whole, you know, so you start making up shit and then, but know, how do you fight it? How, how can they, why don't they make up more logical shit is my question. Well, because <laughs> here's the thing. And no, but, no, no, the reasoning behind it okay, is because please. going extreme yeah. gets them the headlines. And, but they're, but they're no, not telling no, the truth. These well, are, exactly. That doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. The whole, the whole thing of like selling the culture war yeah. is a distraction so people will pay more attention to that than to the fact that they're trying to dismantle voting rights like, and, and, you know, launch or perpetu- continue the launch. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like that, that picture that they show on Facebook to where they, they say that uh, they're trying to tell you that the immigrants, they tell that the, rich, the, the corporate guys are telling this poor white dude that these immigrants are here to take your job right and right. they're and they're still falling for for the whole con and it's and this doesn't have to doesn't have to have any truth to it right and it, well it's, and it's like you were saying with india being you know so good at it it's like you know you look at a lot of the and i'm not saying white working class i'm saying specifically the ignorant Republican white working class, the folks who have bought into the Republican lies, hook, line, and sinker, who refuse to, you know, like take coal miners, for instance. They could be retrained to take jobs in, you know, green energy type things, but they're not gonna. They don't need no fancy book learning. My, my, Daddy was a coal miner. My granddaddy was a coal miner. My great-granddaddy was a coal miner. And they all died before they were 35 because of black lung. And I'm going to do that just like them. Which, I mean, if that's what you want to do, Gagazun. But you're holding everyone else back. And it's this resistance to to training and new information. Change is that, frightening for people that are ensconced well, in that kind well, of mentality. you got to do like uh, um, David Duke's... Uh, uh, nephew, or I think a nephew or son. He said, "Oh no, Dad, I'm not doing this shit." I said, "He stayed in. Uh, matter of fact, I think he stayed in Chicago for a little bit, and got, you know, they they basically he was at a a, uh, a very diverse school, and they shit when they got through dropping knowledge on his ass, he came back home and said, "Dude, uh-uh, I'm not doing this shit. You don't want your grand poobah hat and the the robe and the." You know, and the whole shit. No, I don't want that. Really? You're turning down the, the great... But it's such a nice color purple. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's what they shiny. Were gonna, they were going to do. So I'm I'm like, nah. I'm, I'm not. I'm just thinking, you know, why would you... And, and he? that's what they have to do. Yeah. They, they Like you said, they don't want change. They want to sit and complain. 
uh, I, I also it's this whole. I got into a, a debate with these guys at at my cigar lounge that I go to, and these black dudes, and they said to me, "Well, you know, Ty, why the hell is George Floyd? You know, you're making him a fucking hero." I said, uh, "How are we making a black man a hero that got? Well, you're well, you know, man, the, the, the dude wasn't no wasn't no saint." And but did he deserve to die? Well, that's the thing. I would I would not say uh, he's being made a hero as much as he he's martyred. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and there's there's a difference thing, between yeah. martyrs and heroes. Right. But I just I, we we were going back and forth, and I said, well, what, what's the, what's the police? I said, there's a thing called de-escalation. I said, when you learn to de-escalate a situation, nobody dies. Well, know? and there's, you know, there's a long history. It is, it is May Day, and I was doing a little reading on the on the history of the day and the, you know, the international uh, workers movement, and it started in Chicago with the, you know, quote unquote riots, where it was a, a peaceful rally, and then some of the Pinkertons uh, who'd been hired uh, to you know, rough up striking workers and work on behalf of the factory owners to get these people, you know, back into the trenches. Uh, one of the Pinkertons told a cop, Hey, there's, you know, the speakers using inflammatory language and riled up the cops and the cops started attacking people at the rally who were there peacefully. Uh, boy, that sounds really familiar. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is American history and it's not, it's not, which you just have, used against you know minorities well, it's you have used to go against the people that, anyone who wants to fight the power structure yeah but anybody that history that you're talking about is so common but no one will go and read it they got us so focused you know it's like you know that into being consumers that you're never going the information that you have you'll have a guy go i didn't know that right Dude, it's right in front of you. Well, and that's one of the other uh, special days that uh, is marked today that I mentioned, Loyalty Day, which was, uh, and you know, it's, I, I put it in there because I wanted to bring it up dear, uh, in dear reference. God. <laughs> it, it was created as a response to International Workers Day, you know, and more more division that oh well you know these these laborers these workers who think they they have rights and they they think that you know they eight hour workday what the hell that's Week, not american weekends. we're american we're real american so it's loyalty day it was it was the freedom wow. fries of holidays back, <laughs> back in you, you the know day. who made americans oh my god that's so gross it, it, you, you know, know who made Americans really loyal and, and made them better workers? The Japanese. Ja <laughs> really, because after World they War II. They make everything better than us. Yeah, well, that was the whole thing. Remember, these are people who that said, hey, we're not going to go and blow up. We're going to go and blow up a base. We're going to come in, fire them. So when they rebuilt, you know, and after Japan got blown up, when they rebuilt, when they brought them these, you know, cars and everything, these factory car cars that they brought, they uh, they brought in a work ethic, and they learned how to treat uh, workers, and that's, that's where a lot of the kids. That's why they have they do things better than we do as far as culturally, you know, or in China they they have a thing about following, you know, doing the right thing, taking after, taking care of each other. That's why they try to do that with their. Uh, they're workers. They don't have a problem with unions. You know? I think a uh, great, great example of that is in the uh, Michael Keaton, Getty Watanabe uh, epic, Gung Ho, yeah. which, <laughs> you know, a 
thinking about it, it is uh, Asian American and Pacific. I thought you were going to do Last Samurai. Uh, <laughs> that's that's good too, I guess. But that's a little that's a little white man coming into you know. I, I remember reading a story. I think it, God, it might have been in the eighties that the Sony chairman they had a bad year, and the Sony chairman stepped down. He didn't fire a bunch of guys. He didn't sell a bunch of you know plants and crash the system. He was like, "Yeah, I'm in charge of this. I had a plan. The plan didn't go well. I'm stepping down." Wait, 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 wait accountability yeah i know I, I i know i know it's shocking that is you know it makes Corporate sense that it was a japanese guy yeah. because yeah. that is a foreign concept <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah. you know all this uh in in the context of biden's speech this week yeah. and and the tone and everything and time and you know you brought up the whole he's trying to ban red meat first of all listening to joe biden it that whole speech could have been delivered from behind a grill. Right. I mean, Joe, <laughs> if, if anyone yeah. is, is going to ban red meat, it's yeah, not going to be the in. guy who sounds like, you know, we got to do this. And uh, how do you take yours with cheese? Right. It's, you know, all right. You know, it's, I, they're better if you don't cook just, them well done. But, I, you know, because that's what you're asking for. But, and I just wanted to say, Diane, thank you for the potato salad. That's fantastic. <laughs> it was. It was a backyard barbecue speech. Yeah, but then a great way to put it. it. I mean, but that's, you know, that's his tone. And, yeah. you know, like you were saying, it's like it's it's these these claims from the right are so ridiculous but that's what gets the headlines, yeah. and that's well, what get distracts. For the cat. <laughs> I can't wait for that cat. Is that it, it, Kamala's yeah. cat? Is Winston? But uh, what cat are they getting? It's Dr. Jill Biden who pushed that through. I'm yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's gonna get it. She's well, they had it. there were socks, right? Didn't the Clintons? Yeah, the Clintons socks, had right? socks. Was the first cat? Was the first cat? Socks, okay. the yeah. cat. And oh, then uh, Bush they had, also a had a cat. Dog. The Bushes, I think, had a cat too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Obama, you know, you know, Obama got in trouble for getting a dog. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah he yeah. got in trouble for everything because yeah. black guy. <laughs> that's my friend. Tan suitgate. Tan suitgate. My friend Jesse would say, "Blame it on a black man." <laughs> Good grief! But nobody went to jail. Like zero indictments for the Obama administration. Uh, nobody did well, anything wrong at all. Michelle, well, yeah, uh, well, yes, she you, did. Michelle showed her arm. Didn't oh. you listen? Didn't you listen to Andrew Giuliani's speech? That's because uh, Eric Holder uh, was the one who started politicizing the department of justice uh never never happened before that uh richard dixon Dixon. Dixon. i'm sorry why is it that like all of like the giuliani kids and the trump kids look like i I know the answer it's their moms drink heavily during pregnancy but like well i would i would think and and conception as well uh i I don't know he's running for governor Giuliani's gum probably, diseases. Yeah. Like, he's probably like running for none gum. of them have mayor like, something. Yeah, he's dogs. running. Yeah. You know, all that money, and you can't get your teeth cleaned and like see a dentist and ask him, hey, fix my face. <laughs> I'm like a gummy fuck. And I need I need to have my face fixed because I I, I, I look like I'm like you know, I, I look like when gingivitis fucks fetal alcohol <laughs> Like that's what they all look like. <laughs> The unholy union that is, I, you know. I, I gotta say, Giuliani's Giuliani's daughter isn't uh, isn't bad looking. His son, though, looks like Will Ferrell, like 
puffy after a, a week long coke bender. Coke? I, I think Gary Busey you think? Giuliani. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> fast talking. I think he like Gary Busey shat out um uh Giuliani's kid and they're just keeping it on the down low. Well, on the topic but of the- Giuliani, I cuz I want to I want to go back to Biden's speech, but I I got to say with the uh with the FBI raid on Giuliani's home and offices this week, um <laughs> I I wrote something at the beginning of the week that he just spent the rest of the week proving me right on right up until I think it was uh Thursday when he was on Hannity maybe he was on Tucker Carlson I don't know these white people they they all look the same to me <laughs> but uh Giuliani was was trying to to make the case that this was an illegal search because all the information was in the cloud and oh that struck me i mean this guy was a lawyer at one point but that that it's like this was an illegal search of my apartment because everyone knows i keep all the heroin at my downtown office (laughs) it's like god dude also my understanding is that he's an electronics luddite like he doesn't really get how all the stuff in his pocket and in his office works so when he says it's all that's well that's what he was doing in borat he was checking to see how the thing in his pocket worked (laughs) I'm just tucking my shirt in, <laughs> Lord. But uh, the the oh. Biden speech. So I, you know, as I was saying, I think his tone, his language, the the way he expressed himself, and I mean, he's Joe Biden. He's not Barack Obama, and he is the right president for for these times. We need, we we need a, like a sedative well, of a well, president. You know, he's actually. When you notice, and these are, these are Republicans, they like what he's doing. If you if they look at a lot of the things, they meaning when they when they say, "Okay, I'm being bipartisan," they're not talking about the Republican Party. They're talking about the Republican people, right? Are on no, my he side. is doing stuff that benefits everybody. His you know his things are pulling through the roof with oh. Republicans. Uh, if you watched uh, Rachel Maddow last night. She she was talking, she opened up the show talking about all these Republicans in the House who are trying to take credit for the COVID relief bills that they voted against. Madison Cawthorn, we're looking at you. And that is that is what they do. They they try and, and prevent shit from getting passed. And then when it turns out everybody loves it, they try and take credit for it. And you're you know when when republicans in congress and we're going to get to uh tim scott's response to the the state of the union that wasn't a state of the union they're they're basically complaining it's lucy complaining that charlie brown won't kick the football that they they have all these ways to make what biden is doing seem like crap or you know like you know we've talked about on the show time and you know you've brought it up a lot about when Obama was doing the first stimulus package after Bush, he didn't go big enough. Mm-mm. And this is what the Republicans are trying to do. They're trying to fuck over Joe Biden. They would love to see the country fail on his watch right. so they can say, well, pff, what a crap-ass president he was. Yeah, kind of like when, you know, see, so Obama was like when Franklin showed up on, on Charlie Brown. 
hey, what up, man? Hey, man. You know, and he showed up, and you know, finally got a brother. Because, you know, it's not Pigpen. You know, thought, people thought Pigpen was black for a while there because of all the dirt that was around him. But no, you know, but it, it was that. Metaphorically. Frankly, yeah. <laughs> Never looked at it that way, did you? No, because I went right to the scene in Blazing Saddles. Where oh, you need to wash off after weekly cross burdens. You know, poor Pigpen. Bum rap, man. Yeah. Can't do Blazing Saddles anymore. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, uh, another thing that uh, they, were, they were talking about on, on Maddow and uh, Bill Maher mentioned it. If you listen to Tim Scott's response, it was not a response to the speech that Biden gave, it was a response to the speech that the Republicans wanted him to give. Right. And this is, that's a really good way to put that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is their whole tech. They have nothing. So all, you know, all they have worked at since the election is eroding voting rights. Right. So they use, uh, you know, hamburgers and whatever else that's complete and utter bullshit well, to distract you from what they're actually doing as they try to attack Biden. And then, uh, you know, like you were saying, Tim Scott comes in, uh, well, you know, this is not a racist country. I'm, I'm the only black guy on the Republican side and I've been pulled over lots of times and it's like, <laughs> ah, you know, I don't. And, and then he gets upset that people are calling him uncle Tim. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, you know, maybe that is a little harsh token, Tim absolutely. Oh, Belvedere. And hell boy. And the thing is, it's, it is. He right is, away, Mister Trump. <laughs> Yo, we gonna have a pork <sighs> chop sandwich today, brother. But it, it's like, how how do you not see what you know, or not expect people to see what you're selling? It's like, dude, you the fact that you are the only black Republican, right, in the Senate, right, and you were yeah, appointed. The other one, the other one died. Like uh, the uh, other from shame? died, Herman Cain. Like, oh yeah. I mean, there's Ben Carson, but he doesn't know where. Well, he is. Well, no, no, I'm talking about in Congress. I mean, you know, well, oh, the yeah. only other brother that's in Congress that thinks like him is the guy named Burgess Owens from Utah, who says that black people don't deserve reparations. Well, Utah, you know? come yeah. on. Well, and that's where Candace. <laughs> I think Candace Owens is from there too. Although my my mentor, great guy, he's not like them. Uh, he is you know from who Utah. deserves reparations in addition to black people? The wives of people who have had to marry guys <laughs> in fucking Utah. Oh. Like, like, yeah, like these these, well, these fucking guys in there. You know, and the fact that he you know you know when you're when you're when you think of of this guy you know talking about this. That's why I mean. You know, he needs to be, that's why, you know, Stacey Abrams came out and said the things that she said. Also, when you say that there's, that we don't live in a, that uh, that the United States is not a racist country, there are people who are still alive who grew up in Jim Crow. They're not dead. Yeah, there's there's people's grandmas. Yeah, they're still around. Yeah, but they're they're not talking if they know what's good for them. I mean, you know, and and so, you know, and we've had these, I've had this discussion with black folks. Uh, they they would say, well, you know, you know, I've never, I, there's, there's, there's no, you know, they're, they're going, the black people talk about racism too much. They need to move on. 
Oh, okay, because you ain't never suffered. So you see that there's this problem within the black community that those, as you know, and I can't say it on it because I would tell you what my mother would say, but uh, <laughs> what, the, what she calls them, uh, but they would say that, you know, they don't feel any pain, so everything is great. And right. that's what Tim Scott is saying. Well, yeah. and I think with Tim Scott and Herman Cain and, and Ben Carson and a lot, you know, Michael Steele even to an extent, although like, you catch Michael Steele late night on MSNBC when he's like the last guest on Brian Williams and he's getting real. It's a lot of fun to watch. But I think with a lot of them, it's it's also a combination of A, the mentality, I got mine, fuck all y'all. And B, I got mine. I would really appreciate it if you didn't draw attention to that fact so they don't take it away from me. But, but wait a minute, they got theirs through affirmative action the very things they're going against is what got them yeah but this is is i mean it's 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 a very conservative american way of thinking and even if you take race out of the picture look at all these people who are complaining about the progressive struggle to uh get rid of student debt to eliminate student debt and there are all these people i paid mine and it's it's that mentality but and it's it's not exclusive mentality. to America. We've just perfected it. Yes. <laughs> but that is that mentality that has kept the pandemic around because mm-hmm. you're not gonna tell me that Freedom. I have to go you know to yeah. do this or do that. And now you're saying, look at them, you're helping them. Fucker, the the the, the very people who complained about the welfare state or this so called welfare uh mom, it was a white woman who was getting all of the welfare. Okay, the the projects were started through whatever, and also that we go back to whether it's you know you can go back to the GI Bill, all these government loans, and all these corporations that are complaining that that aren't paying taxes, as Biden has stated, they're not paying taxes. They've gotten away with everything. The trickle down so called thing that's supposed to happen, that's not happening. That's why Biden said it. This is not a this that trickle down shit does not work. It never has. Reagan fucked everybody. These mm-hmm. guys are billionaires today because of what Reagan did. And they know and it. That's, why, they, that's they, why they treat him like a saint. Liz, yeah. you were going to say? I co-sign on everything that Timon said. And also, like, the Republican Party has an affinity for figureheads who have dementia, like high <laughs> levels of dementia. Like, they, if you have Alzheimer's, come, please, run for president on the Republican pl- uh, platform. Like, uh, but... But, well, I think that's plausible deniability. You know, they, when when you finally get put on the stand, they, they want you to really believe it when you say, I don't recall. Yeah. I don't recall. <laughs> yeah. I don't recall. And that's why they, they've never had a morning. Go ahead. But what I was what I was going to say is that the goal for every human should be to leave the planet better than when you found it. You know, and it's just like they this whole like I got mine like fuck everybody else thing it's just so bad spiritually you know they're spiritually bankrupt and that's why you get like guys like tim scott you know and who's who's the essentially the equivalent to like the the girl best friend to a serial rapist you know who's like you just don't understand him they they be sluts anyway you know he hasn't raped me you know like uh like yeah, that just hoes, sends humanity you know? out, the, out the window. I mean, where's the humanity? And when, and that's why we said that the pandemic has lasted because nobody is saying, you know, like this whole, you know, 
life and liberty. Life and liberty, that's selfishness. It tells you about being selfish when you think of life and liberty. They are not talking about sharing. Can you imagine these same people like during the Blitz in London? Now I'm leaving my lights on. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> fuck Jerry and fuck you and the buzz bombs. Yeah. I'm not going down into the subway. It smells like piss. <laughs> and now, boom, well, your Nazis building gets blown up by a Nazi. Congratulations. People. You know. What was that, the allies, <laughs> Nazis, Nazis had very fine people on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Operation Paperclip called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were talking a little bit ago about Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and talking about Sony. And why am I bringing this up? Well, there is a uh, there is a special group of uh, subculture, if you will, of Asians known as ninjas. And ninjas are are generally known. Hang on. This will make sense. No, in a no, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for you Nin- to land this plane, and it's going to be beautiful. Ninjas are generally known for their stealth, yes. and the fact that you don't. I, I personally don't believe in ninjas because you know, you ever seen one? Never seen one. You may see people dressed up as ninjas. You see them. That means they're not really ninjas. Ninjas are are known for their stealth. Now, in in the past couple of weeks, we we learned about a new breed of ninja. <laughs> The, the cyber ninja, right. who I I would say these these are very bad ninjas, <laughs> uh, partially because we already know uh, they're they're in Arizona and they have announced that they're they're soon going to be in Michigan, uh, but these are the guys who are doing the quote unquote audit of the the Arizona election. Do you, do you know that one of those ninjas was an insurrectionist? No. And he was on the he, and he was a Republican <laughs> on the ballot in Arizona where he lost. Mm. And he's part of the recount crew. Yeah. I you know, shocked. Absolutely shocked. <laughs> Here you're winning, sir. <laughs> Rick, shocked to find shocked, gambling. Shocked to find gambling here. But uh the 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 uh, cyber ninjas not not very stealth, as we have established. And one of the other things that proves how bad they are at being ninjas is if you can't see a cyber ninja, you know it's hiding behind its lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me that that was a new name for black folks, but no. No, no. <laughs> ninjas? Is I'll, he really Although I, I have seen t-shirts and people ninja. trying to, uh, you know, white white folks ninja. trying to, uh, you know, get in on, on the vernacular. So, so are we gonna What's up, like my ninjas? Ninja, please? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've uh, seen the t-shirts. Stop it's, it. You have not. I have. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think that got nipped in the bud real quick when it was like, good. so we're going to avoid uh, the whole, like, appropriating black culture by appropriating Asian culture? Right. We need something. Our culture sucks. Look, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, Irish and Scottish have some cool shit, but um, uh, I used to want to be a ninja. Like, when I was growing up, that was like, like they were like, hey, what do you want to be, you know? Uh, and I was like, a ninja. I want to be a ninja. I want to be a white, white, cracker-ass cracker ninja woman. You know what I mean? And I would Kicking wear, like, ninja nuts. shoes to school. Oh, yeah, with the split toes? Mm-hmm. Big toes and, split, like, yeah. and, uh, I didn't have ninja pants, but I would wear my um, pink silk pajama pants to school <laughs> with my ninja 
shoes and and then I'd, I'd go home and like like kick trees with my <laughs> shins to like toughen up you know like <laughs> on on that note did you guys see the ufc fight this week where the guy like did he kicked another dude in the shin you know but like with his shin bone and broke his broke his shin on the other guy's leg oh god Ooh, it was yeah it, uh, it like- was brutal yeah so brutal shades of theisman did you see the one one where it just looks like like you can see the shin bone break and then everything just turns into like like a butchered chicken meat um, (laughs) we were gonna have cheesecake liz (laughs) (laughs) not anymore (laughs) uh no yikes Yikes, O'Rama. It was like a few years ago, but yeah, look look it up. It's like I forget who the fighters were, but that guy's never that guy's never gonna walk again, man, much less kick anybody's ass, you know? Well, like, well uh, back to the ninja thing. You you may be a little young for this, Liz, but do you guys uh, does anyone Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, hey, facts, yo. Uh there was a TV show, I think it was in the late 70s maybe early 80s uh with timothy van patten and max uh no not uh lee van cleef it was lee van cleef lee van cleef uh the master where oh yeah timothy uh van patten was like just a a a well-intended uh dude just like basically doing the kung fu kind of thing of roaming the earth uh in his in his custom van uh with a with a hamster uh, that had a running wheel like up by the dashboard, and Lee, Lee Van Cleef was uh, the master. He was a, a ninja master on a quest, to, you know. Um, but yeah, that, this, this seems uh, to have I, really I, touched you. <laughs> well, I also wanted to be a ninja with with a custom van. <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> Liz is right, Dave. It's not too late. Uh, you know, uh, I normally, normally I would say yes, I wanted, but there's uh, a lot of black people I wanted to kill. Your <laughs> brothers that was constantly oh, trying to steal your bike and shit, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So there's, you know, the we were we were talking about the uh, the voter suppression and all this bullshit. The Arizona audit is part of that, and as I don't know if we were talking about this before recording. When you were talking about uh, Trump's uh, speech at Mar-a-Lago, I think that was before we recorded. Before we were rolling, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's they are they are doing everything they can to deal it. Like, let's delegitimize the 2020 election and let's eliminate as many voting rights as we can before the 2022 midterms. But you know, no, no, you know he was bad mouthing uh, McConnell. But yet McConnell, they asked him, are you still going to vote for this dude? If he, well, I'll vote for anybody want to be on there for the, for the representative of the 2024. Just, but so you, if it was Trump, you still, you know, and, you know, he's saying Mitch needs to go. He's saying all these bad things about him. And Mitch is still trying to hang on. Now, Liz Cheney, you got to give Liz credit. Liz said, no, mm-hmm. fuck you. You're gone. I am not voting for that dickhead. He's gone. Well, and you could just see the Republican power broker heads exploding when she gave a fist bump to the president when he was walking. They didn't know whether to shit or go sailing after that moment. Her dad. (laughs) Holy cow. Her dad is Darth Vader. Okay. She learned from the best. And you think she's worried about those guys? No. 
Her dad, you know, Bush, that was Bush's boy, you know. They know nothing. Also, can I? Can Her I, dad let me f- will take them out quill hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's let's go back to what Mitch McConnell said the day after Barack Obama was elected president. It's uh, my job to make sure that he's a one-term president. <gasps> Mitch, like, you failed. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, you failed. That's a really good impression. Thank you. That's um, a really good impression. You know how to do it? It's uh, you hit yourself right in the scrotum right before you talk. <laughs> And then he's, oh my goodness, all my, my and then my and then you use your words to hit America in the script. Oh, that's all we're doing here. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, and they, they and the fact that they were, you know, the fact that so many people were more bothered by Obama becoming president than they were Trump. They thought Trump was a savior. Yeah, that's they so looked weird. upon him as a savior. They allowed him to start the birtherism stuff, which is racist. You know, they he put out the stuff that he was a Muslim. And John McCain himself had to tell the people in the audience, this is when they should have, you know, should have, uh, no, he's not Muslim, he's Christian. That was that was perhaps McCain's finest moment, I thought, yeah. in that in that whole election. Yeah. He just looked at that crazy old broad and went, no. Mm-hmm. But see, no. this, is, this is the thing, and I understand what you were saying about Liz Cheney, and like she learned from her dad, and she doesn't have to worry about these like crazy-ass right. fucking Republicans. It's a different game because we live in a world where it's it's as if John McCain never tried to right the ship, you know, yeah. and and get people back on the path. So it's I I think, you know, yes, her dad is a, a horrible person, a devious motherfucker, but I think even he may not know exactly how to deal with these guys. Well, Bainer you know, because said they were it's nuts. like well, yeah. And, you know, uh, the other thing Boehner said. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Which, <laughs> you know. In, in vino veritas, my I will, friend. I will drink to that. I, I, you know, we're talking about uh, Republican responses to the speech. Ted Cruz fell asleep, which, you know, let's let's buy that man a CPAP machine. It's, it's jet lag from coming back from Cancun. See, Everybody I was thinking that. about that, but you look at him and he doesn't look healthy. I'm thinking it's sleep apnea because. Well. Well, if you just had be like Gates and start showing, you know, naked pictures during the speech, that would have been great. You know, Gates would sit there, yeah, look at it, I banged her last night. Yeah, look at this one here. Look at yeah, yeah, we got your ass too, you mother. What I want to talk about, I we'll we'll close out the show momentarily talking about Matt Gates. But the the one thing I want to go back to, and like I'd sort of tease this at the beginning, with the with the whole question, is America a racist country? And I gotta say, no, no, no. I, I agree with the president, vice president, and dare I say, even Tim Scott, when I say America is not a racist country. However, I say that in the mindset that a screwdriver is not a lethal weapon. But when you put it in the hands of Bernie Getz, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the New York yeah, yeah. subway vigilante yeah, who okay. stabbed uh, several kids with with a screwdriver. So, is is America a racist country? No, but has it been used for racist purposes? Oh fuck yeah! Well, I mean, it's and, not like we're built on a giant American Indian burial ground or anything. No, oh, no, yeah. no. They moved the stones, but you didn't move the bodies. <laughs> you didn't move the bodies. Uh, Craig T. Nelson, Craig ladies T. Nelson, and everybody, American treasure. Uh, but 
I, I think that's the thing. And it may have been you, Jeff. Someone on, on the panel, like in the past couple months, referred to the goalposts just being on wheels. Yeah. And that's the thing with America as a quote-unquote racist country. It's not racist the way it's designed, the way it's – and I say that with the full knowledge that, yeah, I know. <laughs> not not a full person. Uh so, okay, uh, i a little wrong on that. But what the way the power is used is like McConnell with Merrick Garland in the last year of Obama's second term. So that's abuse, not use of power. That's abuse of power. True. Okay. So, right. yeah, I think, you know, mm-hmm. yes, it, it was founded on a document that, hey, kind of racist. But with the with the best of intentions, as also most of us white folks, this has also been argued back and forth. And I think I believe that the forefathers thought of the document as something that could be, oh, like if it's gotten wrong, we can tweak it and mm-hmm. we can adjust it. It's a living thing. Got those uh, amendments. Amendments, correct. Wow. So they, I think they saw maybe in a way their own short sightedness setting it up. Like, all right, if we need to do other stuff later, mm-hmm. we'll put this in writing that we can fix it and we can amend. And but it wasn't. I mean, that, but see, where they get in trouble and where the hypocrisy of of America is, is that the black man wasn't included in that. That that mm-hmm. enslaved yeah. person was not included. And then you had the audacity to say, "Okay, we're, we're never. You're never going to be able to be with us on our level. So what we're going to do, we're going to pack you guys up and send you to Liberia." Even though after we built your, I know you built our country, and you know you built the shit for us and, and, and everything. The White House, no less. Yeah, and free labor, <laughs> right? And then we're gonna ship you out, and we. Well, here's your hat. What's your hurry? Uh, yeah. By the way, we're gonna need those hats back. Right. And then they turned around and told them, "Look, dude, we're not leaving." They said, "What? No. <laughs> what do you mean? We built this bitch." Yeah. You you screwed all our. You you screwing the 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 you know making all these mulatto babies. That you were screwing, you know, Thomas Jefferson, well, anti, I'm anti-slavery. Oh, but I love that black ass. Ooh, we're gonna, ooh, uh, they're making so much money. I, I can't let them go. But, yeah, this is wrong. This is wrong. And all of them are saying this, and they're flying through their teeth because guess what? They all got rich off of slavery, but they don't want to say it. And so you get this guy, Tim Scott. We fly all the way to this one dude. Every slave uprising was sold out by a black man everybody they know it sold them out uh, mega evers sold out by a brother martin luther king sold out by a brother black power movement sold out by a brother sorry it does not work you're trying to tell me that we shouldn't have minimum wage you're telling me that we are not to to uh you know you don't even want let alone women rights but you don't want black women rights because that's a double whammy and we, you know, you're trying to tell people that, you know, Biden's trying to divide us. The division has always been there. You used it as a fucking tool to keep us. Black folks you know, wanted the same thing that white people wanted. And every time we built our own shit, you burned it down. And why? We didn't do shit to you. You said you didn't want to be around us. We built our own shit. You said, fuck that. Look how good those well, brothers see, are doing. And you burned it down. This is, this is the whole thing with white male supremacy in America. And it, it explains a lot of what you were just talking about with, you know, blacks 
trying to establish culture in America with gay rights, with women's rights. The, the whole idea is that the supremacy of, of white American males is proven by the fact that none of these other groups have superseded us. <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, don't, don't, don't pay attention to any of the fact that, you know, we've been kicking out the chairs from under you right. and you know, the whole time it, that's not important. And it's, it's the whole thing of <laughs> if we can, if we can sabotage oh, right. everything that, you know, it's, it's why gay marriage was, was, or same sex, man, I don't even know what it's called, but the whole idea was, uh, we, we can't let gay people get married because they're already better than us at fashion and, and <laughs> dancing and, and home decor. They're going to be better than us at marriage. We can't let that happen. Mm-hmm. So, yep, make it illegal. Well, and then, the, you, know, you know, one of the most dangerous individuals that they're afraid of, the transgender. They're, they're afraid of a she-male. She-male scares the crap out of these guys. You got this, this chick who's beautiful, but yet she's got... You know, you know, a, a tree between her legs, and these guys are ready. But yes, she's walking around. You can't tell who she is, and they're just killing them. They're killing them left and right. I just, they just killed this one, Ashley Hunter. Yeah, she was well known, beautiful. You wouldn't even know she was a dude. Killed her. Bob yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait had a great bit way back when about you know the the homophobes and like be why you know yeah <laughs> right yeah. why do i want to kiss you yeah. yeah i hate you so much because you're so good looking and i want to uh. <laughs> yeah it's, it's but it's just you know everything that is is different you want to stop it but yet you also want to you want to control everything you know, you keep saying you want your own, but when we go get our own, you burn it down. You say, oh, the immigration is that they're taking, well, how much of the, the Trump bill, what, 80 miles of the wall? And it, what did it, how much? Five new, five new miles is all he built. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, everything, built, else was, everything else was repair and maintenance and restoration. See, I believe so it's only five new miles. But, but that didn't the stop but them from the taking people's land, uh, right. you know, eminent yeah. domain. <laughs> Right. And we'll, then, get, we'll get to building it later, but we're going to well, take this and now. And then what was it about the money that they raised? What was the guy with no oh, legs? Oh, Steve Bannon. Oh. The, with Bannon uh, and the uh, guy. They were, Lieutenant no, Dan, yeah. Yeah. They oh, were, that's they, not right. Lieutenant right. Dan. But. Right. They were sitting there ripping them off, but they don't see all this. So you've got all this smoke screen mm-hmm. stuff that's up, and they're not paying attention to it. And that, so, But the woke people, who they hate us, who are supposedly woke, because we point the shit out to you, and then they go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you got to be so negative? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Well, on, on the smoke screen, and uh, we'll, we'll talk, uh, we'll do this, and then we'll, we'll talk Matt Gates. But on the smoke screen, yeah. one of the other issues that's been in the news uh, this week is, well, the Democrats in Congress wanting to form an exploratory commission on the, the January 6th insurrection. And you got Kevin McCarthy and other prominent Republicans who are trying to muddy the waters by, well, I, I think we should, you know, it, it's their all lives matter moment. Uh, one uh, yeah. of many. Well, we should look at, at BLM and Antifa. And it's like, yeah, but they didn't have anything to do with this. Uh, you know, anything that'll give Jim Jordan something to scream about. Mm-hmm. And if they are able to get hearings together that are focused on the January 6th insurrection, you know, that that Jordan and you know all these other 
yeah, the treason caucus members are going to try and make it about Black Lives Matter and about oh, I see. Antifa. I, I, I think you're not going back far enough. I think Benghazi will rear its ugly fucking head again. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that's we, all this is. It's another sideshow. Well, and we have been hearing, well, why isn't Hillary Clinton in jail? They're, they're bringing that up again. It's like, well, she no, didn't I'll, fucking I'll, I'll do anything. You, the reason why they don't want this, because everything leads back to Trump. And let me tell you, the fruit is hanging so goddamn low, you can, you can pick it, okay? And they will take them down, and they're all connected. Because remember, how many signed to do the, to, uh, to not certify Biden's win? How many? 150? 162, I believe. 162. Is, is the final count. And where were the people... All when this was happening, because remember, Trump put this, the rally had been talked about for months mm -hmm. online. I guarantee you, if you go through the reason why they don't want to, they want Rudy. Everything is going to leave from what, when they shake down Rudy, and then they shake, shake down, and you're going to talk about it, but when they shake down Gates, it's going to lead all the way back to Trump. Trump orchestrated the whole thing, and that is the reason why they don't want a 9-11 type commission shit. See, it's gonna, you're going to see it. I, I actually, I, 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 I largely believe what you're saying, but I think the bigger factor is that on the way to leading back to Trump is it passes through all of them, and that's the thing they're afraid of. Like, they, they're... I I wouldn't say they're willing to throw Trump under the bus because they still haven't found someone who has that hold over the masses that right. he was able to achieve. But the instant they do, that dude is going to be looking at the transmission of a big yellow bus. Right. Uh, the the reason I think it's self preservation. It's because it passes through them. Well, that's what I'm saying. When you go, that's what I'm saying. It's going to lead back to Trump. He's the main guy. Yeah, yeah. But you got to go through, and they're all sitting there because you signed on. And if and if you know, and Trump, like you got to go to you got to go to Cohen, his his lawyer. He said, Rudy, I told you what was going to happen to you, bro. They're going to do to you what they did to me, and Trump's going to sit back and sell you out. What made them think that that ambassador, what's her name, um, that, Ivanovich? That, yes. About Ivanovich, what made them think that that this chick was going to fold? She's because, been doing it because, for thirty years. But she's a woman. <laughs> but she saw the game. She's look. They've, my sister always says he's such a dumbass. You know, he could have pulled this off, but he's so fucking ignorant that he can't pull it off. She saw that shit coming a mile away. You want me to sell out Joe Biden on this crap? She said, "You." He said, "Well, we'll take your job. Take it. I've been doing this for thirty years." I'll get my revenge, and Rudy's going down. Oh, it'll it'll be glorious yeah, to watch. I mean, what? it's Rudy. Rudy's going to go down ugly, loud, and hard. Oh, he's yeah. going to be clawing at everybody, like you said. He's going to take as many people with him, right? Got to. Well, that's everybody he could take down above him cuts his sentence down, right? Because they want. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I will ask you guys this question. I, I, no one's been that. Where the hell is Don McGann's? <laughs> Good remember, question. Remember, they've been subpoena they were subpoenaing him way back, like years before. ago. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, this is, is this is the difference between Don McGahn and Rudy Giuliani. McGahn is a good lawyer, which you can tell 
because you're asking where he is. <laughs> that means he's not out there talking. I mean, you know, yeah, you're, yeah. you're saying Rudy's going to like bring all these people down when he testifies. He's not going to wait that long. He's going <laughs> to he is going to bring them down while he's doing interviews on Fox News and on OANN, you know, the yeah, Onanism Network. He, the guy uh, it's uh, who would have thought that he would fall this far from going from the so-called the America's mayor, America's, America's mayor, mayor yeah. and then he well, got if exposed. You, if you do a deep dive on Rudy, he's got mob icky on him going back oh, to yeah. the late sixties and seventies. Really? Oh yeah, he's he's not. He hmm. got God. I don't want to say he got lucky with nine eleven because that's a horrible fucking thing to say. But politically, yeah, it was a godsend to him. He was not having a great time as mayor. Right. City gets hit by the worst terrorist attack we've ever had. And all he had to do was what he did, and that's not trip over the fucking rubble with the bullhorn. Yeah, you know, just get up there and go, "Hey, we're New York, and we're gonna we're we're gonna be back," and that's it. Right. That's all he had to do. You could any one of us sitting here could have done the same thing. Right. Just get up and go, "We're gonna be okay." Yeah. It didn't make you America's mayor, man. You're the luckiest fucking guy in New York. At that well, point. it's all you know. It's all about the marketing, you know, and. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm serious. You True. know, we it's I had I had made a Snowpiercer reference uh, at the beginning of the show, but if you look at what the Republicans are actively trying to do to America, is they are trying to make the last car expand into as many cars in front of it as it can, while they're selling everyone on the idea that what they're actually doing is trying to make the front cars. Go back, move backwards, yeah. Yeah. and but people, that's why never people are policy. dumb enough and greedy enough to believe it. Right. Well, I mean, if you ask, remember they asked Trump, you know, do you have a health care uh, uh, plan? Oh yeah, yeah, it's coming in two weeks. Coming in a month. He left office four years, no plan. Republicans. If he just have, would have gotten another two weeks, yeah, let alone <laughs> another four years. And, and, and but he held and, out on us. But like you said, and someone said, you know, that he should be president. I said, why give him? another four years to finish off as many people as he was going to kill. You killed 500,000. Why the hell would I give you more time? Well, because, I mean, in terms of a 2024 run, you know, uh, because they needed a Democrat to come in and fix everything so they can fuck it up all over again. Right. Which, and if you, you're right, because uh, what now Clinton cleaned up for who? Reagan? Well, yeah. Uh, well, Bush Sr. Bush, Bush Sr. Yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, Bush for Bush Senior. Then who came after him? Uh, Clinton, 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 and, and then uh, and then Bush Junior. Then Bush Junior. And then and Obama, Obama cleaned, cleaned up, up for that. Yeah. Bush Jr. yeah, we've we've talked about America before as the house party, where the Democrats are are the hosts who have to run around cleaning everything up while the party's still going yeah. on, and yeah, the the Republicans are actively tearing the place apart. Right. Would somebody, for the love of God, use a coaster? <laughs> Come on. Look at the coffee table that is America. It's stained. It's ruined. But we can build it back better. Oh, God, I hope yeah. so. However, playing for the Republican team, and we're going to close out talking about good old Matt Gates. Yeah. Um, she was just who? 17. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, so one of the one of the interesting developments in the Matt Gates saga this week was the revelation of a letter from uh, his his Mr. Greenberg. Yep, 
uh, Joel Greenberg, uh, and you know we we are all friends with Josh Greenberg, uh, local comedian, TV writer, who it's yeah one of those things like no let's don't I'm not related don't mix the two up. Uh, but here's here's why I'm a little nervous because normally it would be like smoking gun. Let's just burn the guy at the stake right now. But for the involvement of Roger Stone. And the reason I say this, because, you know, certainly no saint, the guy wouldn't have needed the pardon he got from Trump if if he was even on the path to sainthood, which he is very far from. But, and and this may be, you know, a little 3D chess in my head when it's really just, you know, Sorry, or some other board game. But I could very easily see Roger Stone saying, well, let's just kind of like with the uh, with the banning hamburgers, it's let's put out something that's complete and utter bullshit that's much worse than what is very plainly obvious and bad. Mm-hmm. So that once the media grabs on to this, we can use that to delegitimize anything. That anything. Comes yeah. Okay. I see. It. True. All right. So, well, you know, I I certainly don't believe that there is any need to uh, lie about Matt Gates committing statutory rape. Uh, I'm sure he did it plenty of times, even you know, without the involvement of his friends. But I I do see a scenario where Roger Stone is muddying the waters even further with bullshit so that they can then say, well, it's all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I believe by going after Rudy, it's going to connect him. Roger Stone's going to come back in the picture because he's with Gates. So they also, and he got him with the Oath Keepers. So they're, they want, and they want him because they know he did, he did dirt. So I believe it's by getting Rudy, we're going to get Gates, and we're going to also get Roger, and you're going to get what's the guy's uh, the other uh, the, the Trump? The, the, no, no, <laughs> him too. That, but it, everything leads back to him. Jared but, Kushner. Uh, well, they'll get Jared. Jim, get Jim Jordan, I think, is going to go down as well. Well, he he, he should have went down for the shit at Ohio State. Oh, years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, uh, um, the other guy, pardon. Oh, Manafort. Manafort. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All these guys, because if they put them back on. The, the witness stand, and they lie. They'll get them for perjury. And because, you know, Gates took pictures with Roger Stone and, and all that, and that guy Greenberg, Greenberg is going to sing like the Temptations. They can, they can guarantee he is going to take all of them down and let, let it be said, any women that are involved, and oh, once they get the little 17-year-olds on. Stephen, I, I think some of them, Maybe not as much because it is like Liz was saying, it's it's the best friend, the female best friend of the serial rapist. And I I think, you know, we've talked about this on the show before. The the mentality with the the Trump fanatics is that whole thing that if you admit that he's a con man, then you have to admit that you've been conned. Right. And yeah. so it's that self preservation that I, you know, I mean, well, but look at we'll Epstein. See. Remember, they got the girls from Epstein. They spoke up. They sure did. That's how they were able to get them. 
we, look, we only need one or two. We don't need four or five. We just need once they find out you slept with a seventeen-year-old and you're a you're, you're a thirty you're a multi-millionaire one, and you know you're also in Congress. See, when a seventeen-year-old, matter of fact, they got they know that you were showing pictures of naked chicks that you were screwing in the chambers. Yeah, come on, he's done. They, but, I mean, that, and, but I, I just believe but any other. Any other place, HR would have would have would have already had him in the office, right? Right. Any other business, but that but that good old boy system yeah. that they have there, they didn't sell him out, and that's why Boehner. I'm not trying to give Boehner a pass, but Boehner said that that the Tea Party, when he was on his way out, he saw the. That's how the Marjorie Taylor Greens got. It. These people don't care anything about policies. They care one thing. They just want to make noise. That's it. Because there's no, I mean, what 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 did what did Fox News do? They got rid of the real journalists and came in with nothing but opinion people. What do we pay attention to? Conflict. That's why Trump was able to get him. Hey, because con- he showed- conflict sells catheters. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. Yes, it does. Most of your other major advertisers are going to leave you, but you're you're still going to have catheters. Ah, jeez, yeah. uh, yeah. oh, yeah. frightening. Marjorie Taylor Greene. And Matt Gates are the fetal alcohol wonder twins. <laughs> wonder twin powers Yay. activate. And she shape won. of a Jewish space laser. Size of a girl's gymnasium. <laughs> she won in a little small hick town in Georgia that they were like, well, yeah, we'll take her. Yeah, yeah. Well, she she did QAnon. She, but, yeah, but she, but they don't care. They also, they also, the Cubats in that town round out the poor other guy. I don't know if you know about. Oh, he was this. a doctor. Yeah, they blew up his yeah, marriage. Yeah, she ran unopposed. Yeah, because he they they harassed his family so much, his wife left him. Wow. And he shut down his business, and he's now living back with his folks in Illinois. Wow. They ran him the hell out of town. Wow. So that's why she ran unopposed. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, and that's how. What's the girl from that that owned the WNBA thing in Georgia? Oh, Loeffler. Yeah. Loeffler. That's how she got. Wasn't she? She got picked. She didn't actually right. win. Uh, uh, that's why they were able to beat her. She's a dumbass. <gasps> what? Yeah. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, money doesn't make you smart, Timon? No. Come on. Brain dead? Yeah. <laughs> brain Come on. Dead. It's yeah. so unfair. So bizarre. So bizarre. <laughs> hey. so, well, it's bizarre. so delicious dun, 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 watching dun, 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 them all flip on great. each other. My husband and I have like a, a like a running like like a like a you know your your mom is so fat, but it's <laughs> Rudy Giuliani's gonna flip like. <laughs> and uh, my husband's is uh, Rudy Giuliani's going to flip like a house in the valley, and, <laughs> and like, uh, and and then I'll and then I'll be like, well, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani's going to uh, uh, flip so fast, uh, they're going to call him Simone Bowles or Simone Biles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, I, I, I. And and the fact that like like Matt Gates on Tucker Carlson was like you met her you met my seventeen year old girlfriend <laughs> that was uh, so awkward I don't oh. recall oh that was so deliciously awkward but that's that's what we're seeing you know is these guys it. are all trying to well, I'm not guilty look at everybody else who's and and everybody else was like don't bring me into this uh, we had talked I I don't remember when a, a little while back on, on the show we had talked about uh, the Republicans I think Liz you were the one who brought up that they needed to change their mascot because they're given a bad name to elephants uh, I would say mm-hmm. the the 
best idea. If they need an animal mascot, the Rat King, and not not from the Nutcracker. Uh, if you've ever lived in New York or known anyone uh, who lives in the city, there is a somewhat doubted phenomenon, <laughs> may may or may not be real, uh, okay. known as uh, a Rat King, which is basically when the rats are are living in in so such densely packed. Uh, spots that their tails get knotted together. And so you get like this rat king, which is basically like a mass of rats that are all attached to each other (laughs) and functioning as a group, but still like self-preservation overtakes group mentality. So it's, uh, I think a rat king would be the... (laughs) We actually had the <laughs> the looks on <laughs> the faces in the studio. Well, I was going to say that we actually had, you know, when I always, you know, uh, what's his name? Rosie didn't like me talking about the rats when I used to get them out of the basement, but there wasn't actually a, 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 a large rat that ran our rats, you know, you know, uh, and, and, you know, kicked my dog's ass, took her dog food. Yeah. You know, shut up, bitch. And the rats organized. Yeah. They were very organized. <laughs> Yeah, and and you know they they go down, and there was this you know big rat that ran everything, and it was sitting in the middle, kind of you know white with you know black spots on it. Yeah, sure, it's it's the white one that's got to take charge. <laughs> well, I don't know, and all the black ones was doing whatever he told them to do. Yeah, they all, all knew it, all knew it. You know, oh, Lord. and I don't know that because I noticed that my dad they didn't hit that rat first. I was like, hit the big motherfucker. When yeah. he finally hit that rat, that was the one that he grazed. That started to wake up when I had him in the shovel. You know? Oh boy! No. And he said, and when he started to wake up, he looked at me like, "Which one of you motherfuckers?" Hit me <laughs> he did. I'm sorry, Mr. Rat. I didn't mean to hit you. Yeah. I just screamed, "Daddy!" And he hit him again and got blood on my on my brand new Chuck Taylor tennis shoes. Which that when was the that I was lived- the highlight of that story. I was like, "Man, my Taylor tennis Chuck Rat Rat blood on my Chuck Taylor." Yeah, but so you go out, you go out, and you get around other people that are kind of feisty, and you don't. It's not Rat blood anymore. It's the last motherfucker who messed right. with me. <laughs> That's his blood right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> when I lived in Chicago, I hit a rat with my car, <sighs> and I stopped the car, and I got out to see if it was a dog. Or uh, or Gee. if it was a rat, or what what did I hit, and to see if it was okay. And the rat looked at me like, know your place, bitch. And <laughs> just like, right. fucking walked <laughs> off. Like, is that all you got? Like, right. yeah, good luck with your good luck with your Honda Civic. Like, it's gonna take at least an Escalade to take me out. <laughs> Yeah, Damn. Chicago rats are another beast yeah. altogether. That's, that's that Midwest rat, man. You know, East St. Louis, Chicago, that Midwest Well, they, rat. you know, they're city rats, but yeah. they've got the Midwestern heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's funny. When, like, shortly before I moved out of here from, from Chicago, uh, and I lived in, you know, I mean, decent neighborhood, you know, old family, gentrification starting to, like, really push in by the time I left. But... Uh, about, I don't know, six months before I left. And uh, at that point I had no plans on leaving the, uh, the signs from the city started going up on, on all the, uh, the phone poles in the neighborhood of, you know, rats and, and, you know, beware when going through the alley and, uh, we're, we're trying to do something about it. Yeah. City that works. Um, yeah. 
and it you know uh, it it is it is a reality yeah. when you live in the city. I I think I was talking uh, last week. Uh, I I had worked like two weeks ago. I worked on a show where we were shooting downtown. Uh, and in order to get to base camp or catering or the bathrooms, you had to go down an alley uh, mm-hmm. in the middle of downtown LA. Oh, yeah, you had Skid Row, and it felt like a like I am on the worst nature documentary ever. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's I, I am you know a, a fully acknowledged addict to nicotine, mm-hmm. uh, and standing out in that alley, watching the running of the rats, it. It really made me consider. Yeah, you should really think about quitting, man. <laughs> See, I think you say running of the rats, and I just picture a bunch of people dressed in white with red kerchiefs, yeah, just booking down an alley with a man. bunch of feral mice chasing them. It, dude, these things, like Liz was saying, like the the Chicago rats, these rats downtown around. in L.A. I mean, they're fucking. They will eat your chihuahua and spit yeah. the bones out. Like they are. There's some my big dogs. motherfucking rats. Yeah. And let me tell you, you cannot use a house cat to kill a rat. Well, no, I no. mean, maybe there's the off chance the rat will choke on it when right. it's eating it. Right. <laughs> but you need a good old alley cat. You can't. That's like, you know, you need a, a cat that's been yeah. kicking dog's ass, that's yeah. been living in the streets. You know, because we used mm-hmm. to take, you know, the old the, the, the uh, alley cat and throw it into a, like a barn and, and just watch him just kick rat's ass just kicking their ass but we did you know we tried to get out of getting rats out of the basement because this was messing up our saturday morning cartoon time Uh, sure so we went and got the house the neighbor's cat fifi threw her down there yeah they gutted that bitch oh they they gutted fifi they lit fifi ass and my dad was you know know, you know those salem cigarettes Yeah. That that and my dad would smoke him down with an ash and still hang, and he's talking to you with that with the you know he's moving <laughs> Which one of you good stupid motherfuckers threw that goddamn cat down there? You know? And he, now you gotta get the rats out and the cat, you know. Uh, so yeah, we was it um, what is That's doing? horrible. We need more owls. <laughs> we need more owls. Yeah, we do. All right. Like we should have an like like you get you get some alley cats and you get some owls in here and then you won't have a rat problem. Yeah, the owls but, are not what they seem. Uh, Twin Peaks wisdom there. <laughs> that seems like a good place to uh, to close it down. We, you know, Matt, from from Matt Gates to Rat Kings to Dead Cats. I think yeah. uh, we have we have run the spectrum. It's of, a true David Lynch moment here. It, it <laughs> really is. So everybody, have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love the David Lynch weather reports. Uh, but I think yeah, we we. As have proven, we could go on for hours. But it is a beautiful day in Los Angeles. It's a beautiful day for Dodger baseball. So let's get out there. Let's enjoy the day. And uh, I want to thank you guys for for being here, uh, both in person and virtually. And Liz, looking forward to having you uh, back in person. Can't wait. It's I'm going to hug you. I'm going to get my droplets all yeah. up Woo-hoo! on you. <laughs> droplets for all. Yeah. I'm married. Yeah. We're going to get you a big red. <laughs> you start calling her big red. Yeah. <laughs> like they used to call Lucille Ball. Yeah. How you feeling that big red? Well, big red, uh, as I'm thanking you for being here, uh, I, I'm already looking forward to the next time, especially because the next time 
is going to be in person. But in the in between time, should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Well, um, you can hear my uh, child and my husband in the background. This is going to be the last time that you can hear this, guys. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, that's Ripley. Um, uh, you can you can follow me on Twitter. I got kicked off, but I had a, a second account that was ready to go. Um, uh, on Twitter, I'm uh, I'm your drunk QAnon aunt, and it's, it's uh, at. Uh, drunk QAnon. Is it at drunk QAnon? I think. Uh, I've got. Yeah, it. I think I've it's got at, it. We'll... at QAnon Ant. So uh, follow me there. Um, I'm, 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 I'm coming up with a really cool game uh, about with QAnoners. Um, I think it's going to be a great desk bit. Um, uh, is is it how long can you breathe underwater? Because that's huh? a, is it? How long can you breathe underwater? Because that's a game oh I've been trying to get the Q and honors to play, and I would love reason. to see Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Lauren Boebert uh, compete in that. You know, because we all win. By the way, side note on Lauren Boebert: we were talking about Biden's speech earlier this week. I, I know a lot of people have been wondering, like, what was up with the with the space blanket? Why did Lauren Boebert bust out a space blanket during Biden's speech? And I, I'm not saying call me Nostradamus, but I would not be surprised in the next six months if she did not introduce a brand new line of tinfoil hats for your lap. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for I hope they. I hope they give everybody food poisoning. Like it, she's only going to launch it if it can give people food poisoning. So or or like or like a start an insurrection. I t- man, I tell you, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, I really need the infinity gauntlet, you know, I really need it. And, and it's not going to be random when I snap half the population out of existence, you know, there's going to be questions and auditions. They're really half. They just think they are. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It looks like I I think I'm 105 pounds. All right. Um. (laughs) Well, we will see what we can do about, uh, if not the full gauntlet, at least getting you some infinity stones by the next time you're here. And give me the power gem. Well, I'll I'll see what I can do. I might still know some people at Disney, Uh, but thank you so much for being here with us today, Liz, Jeffrey, Scott Hendricks. So great to have you on the show. And, uh, For your first time in person, great to have you in studio. So thank you for being here with the other vaccinated folk. Likewise, uh, should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? If it makes it to broadcast, please watch the pilot uh, of a show called "Welcome to Georgia." Because I'm in it, right? (laughs) I probably just got in a whole lot of trouble for dropping that, but oh well. Oh, well, well, maybe they'll change the name and uh, we'll be fine. Uh, well, thanks. Thanks, thanks for, for having here. me over. Dude, absolutely. <laughs> a, a great pleasure. And uh, so, so thank you. Uh, welcome to Georgia. Check it out if yeah. and when it appears on your screens. Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure and great yeah, to have yeah. you back in the studio. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on all on a person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, time and Ship at Wibbly.com is my uh, website. Uh, time and Ship at Twitter. Time and Ship at Facebook. Uh, time and Ship at Instagram. 
And you can get my book, My East St. Louis, on uh, Amazon.com or my CD, Universal Brother, on C- CD Baby or um, iTunes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for being with us here today. Me, I'm, I'm Dr. David Robinson. You can catch me online on the Facebook. Uh, it is dr.david.robinson. Uh, I think it's all spelled out. On the Twitter, I am at Stand up, fall down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials, on the Facebook, all spelled out at Let's Be Treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening, even the platforms where you're not, if you got the time and inclination. If you didn't like what you heard, well, I'm not sure why you're still listening, but thanks for sticking around. Make a deal. You don't tell anyone. We don't tell anyone everybody's happy. Sounds good to you. Sounds good to me. We will be back in one form or another next week. Hopefully you will too. Until then, goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>